Hey guys, I wanted to take a moment to tell you about a unique organization near and dear to my heart called Operation Healing Forces, or OHF for short. The official mission statement of OHF is to serve the needs of our active duty and recent veteran wounded and injured special operations forces and their families by starting or continuing the process of mentally, physically, and emotionally healing in preparation to return to the fight or transition successfully into civilian life. They do this by facilitating life-changing retreats, peer-to-peer counseling, and recreational therapies designed to help with reintegration, rehabilitation, and resiliency for soft warriors. These retreats have been described as the trip of a lifetime and with very good reason. Go to www.operationhealingforces.org or email them at info at ophf.org to learn more about this amazing organization and the life-changing things they are doing for our Special Operations Forces veterans and their families. Buttholes. Hey. I watched your lips that time. I'm going to add this in there. Yeah, you should. Yeah. I think I think it really helps speak to the type of people we are um, when you don't edit out that kind of stuff. I agree. Yeah. No, I'll leave, I'll leave that. Yeah. There. All right. I actually. Well, I guess we can. Aff- oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll no, just. No, no. Please oh, go, no. Rachel, so please. I. Um, so somebody messaged me yesterday about starting a podcast looking for advice. And I was telling her that when we record, we always line up our buttholes. And then I had to explain that. You know, um, that's our way of like matching the audio. <laughs> like it was just such a weird thing I, explaining that to someone. <laughs> I find that not telling people the intimate details of this podcast make them less terrified of us. That's, so if you if, if, for so I mean, you told her it's out there, but yeah. like you know, well, nope. Now it's on it's here. Fine. So anyway, yeah, when Rachel and I. When Rachel and I are lining up our audio because we do this podcast from opposite coasts. We do, um, don't we? We line up our yeah. buttholes, which is just code for we both say the word butthole at the count of three. <laughs> and that's how I go back and I chop and edit up the audio to line up our voices. I don't remember why we chose the word butthole. I don't remember either because you edit it out of every matter. single episode. <laughs> exactly. I do. I always line it up because I'm like, no one needs to know that. This is a serious <laughs> podcast. But then we talk about bullshit. And it's very apparent it's not a serious yep. podcast, so we should leave it in there. So we're anyway, we're showing you who we really I'm are. I'm just kidding. We're not yes. professionals, but it's fine. It's fine. No. We're close enough. No. Close enough. Yeah. If yeah, you sure, dream sure. it, yep. you can achieve it or something like that. I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. Uh, full disclosure. Um, well, I guess I should probably do the intro and then we can go into my yeah. disclosure. Uh, welcome to Moody Brides. Hey. Uh, so going back to the full disclosure, I just finished a very intense exam and I went to the dispensary last night and I bought some tincture to help with my stress levels because uh, my jaw is really tight right now and uncomfortable. So I, I got a tight jaw. Uh, so if I get extra giggly in the middle of this more so than usual, that's why. It's not my uh, pristine sense of humor. Well, no, it's that too. That just it just makes me extra giggly or blow. I made that up. I, I know. I have up. that. I have that effect on people. Um, yeah. So we have a lot to discuss. Uh, real quick. Yeah. What? What? Uh. Hmm, nope. 
I've already lost it. There was something I was going to say before he did the intro, and I it's gone. It's gone now forever. So anyway, let's get into it. What are we talking about today, Rich? Well, um, I have a whole list of things that I would like to yeah, discuss. Uh, first off, Zach didn't realize that you are also a full-time student. And so You're last... Last week, I said something about us recording, and um, I said it's hard because, you know, Matt's on vacation, and we're both full-time students. You're doing the distance learning thing. I have two fucking toddlers that are running around. Uh, One of them is pretended to saw my face off last night and put... And Aww. put uh, the pieces of my face in her little trick-or-treat bucket. So that was kind of interesting. Oh, that's Super nice. sweet. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Zach had said, uh, yeah, you guys have kind of dropped the ball on the podcast. Huh? And I just looked at him and I was like, go fuck yourself, sir. Right, right. right. Ditto. Ditto. Yeah. So. Ditto. Ditto, Zach, if you're listening to this. <laughs> go fuck yourself. I, I, also, I like you. You're a nice person. But in this particular <laughs> moment. Right? Oh, I don't know yourself. if you noticed it, but he um he's in the Moody Broads private discussion page now. Um, I he was upset. He was that. like, he "Why haven't you posted something?" Yeah, and then so he actually asked me how to post something to it. He was like, "How do I post something to a group?" And so I had to break, you know, go through and um look. And then the next morning when I woke up, I got a notification that he had uh, posted that little like plant meme or whatever. And then um, it's a bold choice. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I, I felt very bold- attacked. It felt very attacked there. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then he uh, he posted the other the other meme about the flashlights. And he's like, I guess I'm pretty popular in your group now. Huh? <laughs> oh, my God. Can I just say I'm really excited about how our little podcast discussion group is quite active oh my god I love it it makes my day suck on Instagram we suck on Instagram like neither one of us ever update the Instagram page I think there's like 100 followers and that's fine um I'm super stoked about 100 followers like more than just just our moms follow us so hey we're winning in my book that's right Right? but like the the podcast group is like meme central like it's nothing but like inappropriate memes and like motivational shit like what Eve posted today about going to therapy yeah just like we did it Rach we fucking did it I more than just our moms want to hang out with us live for the memes and also uh on the docket so i asked yesterday excuse me asked yesterday about it and what people wanted to hear so we have a couple things to discuss but ellen wanted me to talk about dan's dumb face so i'm just gonna shout out really quickly dan your face is fucking dumb but i still love it man so that's beautiful and Mm -hmm. just the fact that she thought about her husband when it came to what do you want people to talk about and she was like you know what my husband it doesn't matter that it was his dumb face uh-uh. right? no not at no, all she's talking about him yep she's thinking about she him is. you're that dan you're does dan even listen to the podcast or did he just troll the, the group i don't think he actually listens he uh, just trolls our group I, right i think that uh, well i actually asked ellen about it and she said he gonna learn today so i'm sure she made him listen to a couple episodes but uh dan and i have been friends for a very long time um I actually, I don't know if you, I'm sure you've seen like the, the conversations between us and how they're uh, very derogatory. And that's just He's our, like a male version of you. But that's exactly it. And so um, one night he was at the bar being, you know, himself and I was being myself towards back towards him. 
And somebody, some drunk guy thought it was funny, and he tried to talk to me, like Dan talks to me, and I turned around and I was like, what the fuck did you say? Excuse me? (laughs) And he's like, oh, well, this guy, and I was like, this guy's my friend, I don't fucking know you. Don't you come at me like that. I will fucking knock your ass off that barstool so fucking fast. If you ever say another fucking word to me like that, I will kill you. And Dan was like, nobody talks to Rachel like that except for me. And I was like, that's right. (laughs) So we have a a very interesting relationship. Um, And I'm glad that other people realize that. But also other people realize, I swear to God, if you fucking talk to me like that, I will kill you. I'll find out where you live. I watch enough true crime shit. I'm just saying. I kind of feel like that towards you now as well, where like I feel like we do nothing but shit talk each other on this podcast. Yeah. But like if anyone else were to shit talk you how I shit talk you, I would I would probably have some harsh words for them. I same email. Same nobody but me talks bad about you. Exactly. Like right. only I can talk shit about how you're bad at whatever class you're fucking failing right now. I'm you're not, not failing. I'm not classes. failing. I'm just doing really terrible. <laughs> I'm oh. not failing yet. <laughs> I'm doing all no, the extra I, credit. Oh my god. I literally like math is going to I'm so close to graduating. Like the only psychology classes I have after this one um are like stat courses related to psychology. I can right? help and you. I, Great. But the thing is, I have to pass like basic college math, which is in the time I've been in college, I've taken four math classes and I've failed quite a few. Anyway, so my point is math might keep me from getting a degree. Being a professional, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, math. (laughs) Fucking math. And like, I just, I think that the system is broken. (laughs) And I'm not to challenge but i feel it's hard man challenged. it's hard it is what it is I need, we all have our strengths and weaknesses yeah i need i need things to be contextualized for me in order to understand why they are what they are and um online you don't get that uh you just get your textbook and you answer questions and it attempts to contextualize it for you but if you're confused between conditioned stimulus and unconditioned stimulus and unconditioned response and conditioned response See? I can help you with that stuff. I'm just that's like the kind of stuff that I don't have trouble with. That's that's psychology. Uh, yeah, no, okay, I know. Uh, it's I don't know. Dude. Um, it's almost like college is less of an um acqui- less about gaining any sort of knowledge in a subject. Though you do learn things, it's more of just a test of your stamina and your ability to pass classes that you're not good at to get a degree, a degree in something that you maybe are good at. Um, I like because, it because, like, yeah, like for <clears throat> example, like a bachelor's degree in psychology, I can't, I can't do anything with that in terms of like actually yeah. treating people, right? I have to get a PhD, um, exactly, right? So this is like this is basically just the um, gaining the foundation <clears throat> to know yeah. if I even understand this shit before I go on to actually learn the things that I can put into use, right? So I don't mind doing it online, but grad school and getting your doctorate i think it's probably better to do anyway what are what are we doing i don't know i don't know anyway before to hear about our bullshit that's right that's right before we get started though i do want to say that i just got a notification that uh school will continue to be online here the college i go to um until 
through spring of 2021. So, oh, I bet you're so happy. Yeah. Uh, do you want to jump out of a window? Yes. Yes, I do. The first floor. We don't want to hurt ourselves, but we do want to yeah. do something dramatic. Exactly. Just like fling, fling yourself out the kitchen window. <laughs> um. All right. So lots of things to talk about today. Uh, a lot of it has to do with true crime, I think. Um, I also sure. I also watched a documentary on Titanic recently, and then I watched another oh. one on climate change. Uh, and then yesterday, as a palate cleanser from my really hard day, I decided to watch. Uh, well, I started watching Snap, the Jody Arias case, but I've already watched a couple things on that, so I was like, none of this is new information. So right. um, I'm in this group called I'm High, and this is true crime, and obviously. <laughs> uh, there was a discussion, you know, and I just kind of like read through. I don't really ever, I'm not very active on anything. I just like to read what other people's things, other people's things. Jesus. I think that's Christ. called lurking. Uh, yeah, I lurk. Um, so somebody had said, what's the case that stuck with you? And Susan Powell, uh, was a mom of two who disappeared her husband said that he had nothing to do with it the kids say that all four of them went camping at midnight because the kids wanted to make s'mores the husband comes home with the kids the kids say the mom is still the dad left the mom they're young though anyways um this all sounds completely normal yeah, right? Uh, well, yeah. I guess it was in the middle of winter, too. And the police were like, what made you want to take your kids to go camping at midnight in the middle of winter? And the dad was like, they wanted s'mores. Um, anyways, so after, like, shortly after his wife disappeared, which he absolutely fucking had something to do with it. Oh, my God. No. Also, his dad fucking obsessed with her obsessed he had like journals written about how much he loved her so this woman's father-in-law was obsessed with her like so the on the um I i can't remember i was watching like i think it was investigation discovery and they were showing footage from them cleaning out the dad's closet and he had like cotton balls that she'd used to remove her makeup on or with uh tampon uh things I just, uh, it was fucking wild, dude. And, like, Ooh. all these songs that he wrote her, super creepy about a secret love and how he's in love with her. Journals written. It, it was just fucking... I didn't finish it because the kids woke up. Shocking. I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say that the uh, love was not reciprocated. No. You you would Shocker. you would be right. You would be correct. Um, well, but anyway, so they moved to Washington, very close to where my uncle lives. Uh, the 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 dad, the husband, and the kids. Um, and then the mom's parents were fighting for um, custody, and there was during a supervised visit, uh, the dad killed himself and the two boys. In an explosion. Yeah. So, pretty wild stuff. Um, Fun. Really, really fun. Nice palate cleanser you have there. A a nice palate cleanser, right? What the fuck is wrong with me? Why do you do this to yourself? I don't know. I don't know. So, on that that group, um, I posted in our Moody Brad's private page, 
I screenshotted stuff. You know, I mean, you're not like whatever. Anyways, uh, this woman. Whatever. It's on Facebook. It's it's free to share. <clears throat> this woman um is gets paid to clean gross houses uh for real estate companies. So uh she was contacted. Her her company was contacted by someone, and they went to go clean this house out. And the daughter, it was the the dad's house. The daughter hadn't really talked to him in years. She hadn't seen him. She hadn't been to the house since she was a kid. So it's been 30 plus years since she's been in the house. Anyways, these people go to clean the house and they find all these fucking secret rooms. There's a stove with something in it that warranted calling law enforcement. It's fucking wild. So I've been following this. Uh, Law enforcement came out. They turned it into an active investigation. She couldn't disclose a lot of information and she couldn't share all the pictures, but she shared a couple that were enough that everybody is like, we need to know what the fuck is going on right now. And it's here in California, uh, I guess around the area that the Zodiac killer killings take, took place, whatever. <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's wild. Super fucking, like, mind-boggling. I told Zach, I was like, I'm going to go to sleep. And then I saw it, and I ended up spending, like, 45 minutes reading every single comment. Are there any updates? No, not yet. It's still Ugh. still, still pending. Um, but, yeah, so there was, like, <clears throat> there was, like, a an underground, uh, like an underground room and then there was a room up in the attic and all of these doors were like locked from the outside um there was all this really uh ratchety looking um like bed frames that were made out of steel um there was a small cook stove which once again um they found something in there in the in the in the ashes that warranted calling law enforcement. Uh yeah, man. I have I've been on a true crime kick when I have time, so like ten minutes at a time. <laughs> Let's just go check out some murder stories. Yeah. That's wild. Like I can't imagine how how the poster felt when she was like right go clean this gross house oh this is like a different type of gross. Yeah. Like, holy shit. And it's so weird because when you told me about it, I was listening to Last podcast on the left talking about um, the butcher of Kansas City, which, by the way, that's like one of the most fucking disgusting, horrifying. Hold on. I know that I let me let me reference this real quick. Anyways, go on. I'm listening. It was like the, the guy he kidnapped and tortured and raped and murdered like six men in kansas city okay in his house yeah bob bob berdella yeah i listened to it it. bob berdella that shit is horrifying Um, so i was listening to that when you told me about this and i was like oh my god like let's just hammer it home that this is not fucking fiction this is real yeah um i don't know i go on either i really i enjoy the true crime podcasts but i have harder time um, watching some of the documentaries maybe it's because if i don't see pictures of like the victims yeah it it doesn't bring it it doesn't bring it home to you it doesn't really uh, yeah it keeps me in la la land and i i like it there i tend to reside in la la land that's where (laughs) i like to live that's where i own property there I have a a slight obsession with um well I mean you guys know like I Google everything my NSA agent Cornelius is like this fucking bitch oh you have is a new one again. yeah I think so probably 
the other one needed trauma counseling. Probably. Showering off my my bad Googling habits. I mean, you know, it's fine. It's It's fine. fine. Yeah, everything's fine. fine. Look, when you have a podcast where you like to talk about weird shit. Yeah, everything under the sun to include weird shit. You sometimes have to like that. Hey, our job's not as speaking of last podcast on the left. I'm giving them uh, giving them so much attention today as they deserve like the free advertisement ever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, guys, you want to listen tell yeah. our moms about you? Um, they <laughs> like <laughs> they always talk about like how Henry and Marcus like have like issues with like nightmares and anxiety and depression and stuff around certain episodes because the amount of research they have to put into various subjects and like the detail they have to include Mm -hmm. just to get that script to read back on the podcast takes like hours and hours of research and just like horrific shit and like that's the thing Bob Bordella or Bordello I can never remember how to say his name yeah dude he took pictures I don't yep. want to see them. Like, right? Like, there's just certain things I'm not going to. Like I said, la la land, baby. It's nice up here. That whole that whole Bob Berdella thing was very. It was. I, I listened to it, and I was just. I think I was folding laundry actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but hearing that he like sold skulls at the flea markets and stuff and like you didn't know oh is this is this quirky yeah you know and and that oh man it was it was wild and just a i don't know man but yeah so that has been oh man so speaking of uh somebody posted in the group about the the bag the ikea bag full of bones Right. Let's the bone heavy episode. And let, I'm okay with that. <laughs> we can also talk about other types of bones afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, you mean like penis? Yeah, if we want. Penis isn't a bone though. Penis is just cartilage that fills with blood, right? Muscle that fills with blood. Wow. I don't know. What is a penis? It's a flappy appendage that makes us right? laugh if you Calling slap it, a it back boner and forth. Is a misnomer. <laughs> A b- Calling it a boner is a misnomer. There are no bones. It's all cart, isn't it? It's just muscle, right? I, oh my god! I think we should fucking know this. I think that we just named the episode. A boner is a misnomer. <laughs> boner misnomer. Yeah. Um, right, let me write that shit down. Go <laughs> right. on. So this, on. so this IKEA bag was found in uh, wherever it was found. Hold on. I'm not prepared for this whatsoever. Sorry. I like I'm prepared with like a list of things I want to talk about and I want to like, get in that list goes. We don't know. Yes. I want to get into why the the whole thing about it being your grandmother was problematic. I'm sorry. What? OK. If you read the article, did you read the article? No, I never read okay. anything. OK. That that people send to me. I read lots of things that I take my own independent interest in. But when someone takes the time to send me something, I just ignore it. You're the worst. I'm kidding. You're the fucking worst. (laughs) I love you. Uh, I'm kidding. So it says centuries old skeletons should probably be six feet under, not overflowing out. So this is from the USA Today. Uh, Not flowing out of blue Ikea bags and shoved under a tarp in a Scandinavian church. Uh, There were loads of skulls and bones stuffed into Ikea bags. I counted up to 80. I became very... 
I became angry, very angry about how they were just sitting there. Um, it says the church Carl did an archaeology team of five years ago to exhume the skeletons, some estimated to be 500 years old. The plan was to bury, rebury them as soon as possible, but the county board said they couldn't leave the church ground. Um, he does give props to the unusual storage containers, acknowledging that IKEA bags aren't actually that bad because they're great for stopping the molding process. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> Carlin insists this was a terrible idea posting on her blog where you can see a picture of the bone burden bags. How would you feel if it was your grandmother or your grandfather? Now, this, this is what upsets me about this. Um, a, <laughs> they're really fucking old bones. B, you know that I've been on this like weird death kick for, I don't even know, like what, six months now? Probably, maybe? Nine? Uh, yeah. No, yeah. it's, it's probably been longer than that because I took my I took my my book about death to my anniversary getaway because I'm super romantic like that. Um, God, so romantic. I fucking know it. Uh, but so the they're old, right? Okay, whatever. Um, watching that documentary built upon graves really put into perspective that once we're done, we're done. You know what I mean? Like. If you want to keep a memento, then that's then that's fine. That's great. Uh, somebody actually commented, Elise, I think is how you pronounce her name. Um, she has got a fantastic private group that I'm in about uh, sex toys. Anyways, hold on. Um, thirty comments. Someone. Okay, so my my issue is is humanizing them. Yes, they used to be humans. I get that, but, I mean, what the fuck do you do with trees after they die? You just let them go back to the earth, right? Yep. Um, make a table out of them. Or you can make a table and preserve it. Maybe we're going to start making fucking bone tables. I don't know. I was just about to say, I think that's <coughs> probably crossing a line. I don't want a bone table. <laughs> I want a table to bone on. Um, but so my my biggest thing about this is how do you i mean they're over 500 years old are you going to get your genealogy tested to find out if you're related to them like i'm not saying you throw them away not saying that at all just fucking bury them they don't even have to go in a box you could just well, maybe they should. So someone will be like, okay, these bones were buried here. They're not a murder victim or something like that. But mm. I just, I don't know, man. It just seems weird to me. Like, what if that was your mother or your grandmother? And so Elise had mentioned that, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, she said, I think it's theological. We're afraid of the unknown and having a ritual with a marker or gravestone that gives us comfort. Okay, I I totally get that. Um, but I don't. Okay, so she said, I think Coco explained this well. Whether it's ashes or bones or gravestone or a photo, people are afraid of being forgotten. I think it comes down to the existential crisis that human beings face of what the whole point is and how you don't matter in the grand scheme of things. Most people don't want to accept that life is meaningless outside of what you make it, and it freaks them out. She hit the nail on the head here. Like, I I just, I have, talk to me about this. I'm in my thoughts right now and I can't put them together because I don't know. I got you. I got you. Okay. First question you got to ask yourself is, what even are bones? 
Not a penis. Nope. Uh, bones. Hmm, that's tough. Uh, 500-year-old bones? Don't give a shit. Nope. Unless those bones are alien bones. Someone just knocked on my front door. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. I will monitor them from my phone. God, modern technology lets us be so reclusive. Yes, it does. Not really a reclusive person. Uh, anyway, like I said, what are bones? Who cares, right? Like, just get rid of the bones. Like, 500-year-old bones? Like, nobody cares about those bones. Do you care about those bones? I don't. Well, and but but see, like that. What bothers me about that woman freaking out about the storage of them or whatever, like they're not wrong because the plastic isn't going the whatever the IKEA bags aren't going to uh, inhibit. No, that's not the word I'm looking for. It's not going to allow the bones to break down any farther than they already are. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to add excess moisture and that kind of stuff. And so, fucking just mulch them, bruh. You are really into the mulching up of bones. And so, I'm going to remember that when you die. Because yeah. I don't know why I'm assuming I'll die after you. I might die before. We don't know. Because I don't I know have a lot are. more bad habits than you do. I promise you. I'm, I'm headed out before you are. So... Yeah, well, you aren't here for a long time. You're here for a good time. This is exactly it. And so another thing that that whole thing brought up was the woman that donated her body to science. And um, then her son or whatever found out that whoever it was, like, used it as a test dummy in an exploding thing. Ooh. Yeah. So. Ooh, that's a toughie. Okay. But what if. (laughs) <laughs> she knew that was on, like, you're donating it to science. Chances are some weird shit is going to happen. That's a good point. That's so, a really good point. I don't so, know. I guess maybe just, like, don't tell me. Well, I don't think, I think it was, like, I don't remember how he found out. I think that, oh, the Rutgers, Rutgers, whatever, mm-hmm. the website, they did a, an investigation. Rutgers. Rutgers. I don't fucking know. Rutgers? I don't know. They're a viable news source. Yeah. They're so they did an investigation. They did an investigation and they told the guy that what had happened and he was fucking furious. Uh, I get that to a certain extent. Like, you know, that's your. But once it's gone, it's gone. Like, what were you going to do with it to begin with if you didn't cremate it? True. But it, you just want to leave it in a box for the rest of it, where we're running out of space in cemeteries? Mm, oh, you're right, man. This does spark some thought in my head. Just one thought. Um, yeah, I get it because if um, I had donated my father's body to science and they blew yeah. him up in something, I'd probably be like, I didn't need to know that. Like, just don't fucking yeah. tell me. Yeah. Uh, they didn't even want my dad's organs because he was in Europe around the time of Mad Cow and they were like, uh-uh, no. And yeah. I was like, all right, well, you fucking picky bastards anyway, <laughs> you know i okay and the ikea bag thing my thoughts on that it's a re, you have recycled an ikea bag yeah creates less waste which makes the planet last longer for future generations so whoever's bones those are is probably like thank you for not wasting more tree on a coffin for me which is highly who's paying for this yeah, Who's exactly. Who's paying for this? Do you know how much it costs to pay for a coffin? I I've I been do. looking into this stuff just be out of my sheer morbid why are curiosity. You like, and so, like, why are you so macabre lately? 
Um, I'm on this. I'm on this weird quest of personal information. Like, I was thinking about this last night. I don't want to know everything, but I want to know a lot of things. Like, I just feel more validated. More validated the more I know. But along with that is, I think that exposure to everything helps me form my opinions better. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very good way to live your life. So I want to know, like, like I said, so reading that book, uh, it's called From Here to Eternity, and it talks about different, um... Oh, the different, um, burial practices? Yeah. About. Yeah. That's awesome. I like that. And so, but I mean, like, so who are we to say that, hey, like, so I think it... I don't want to say India, but <clears throat> there is this, you know, uh, wherever it is, people live with their dead. They mummify them, and then they just live with them until they're ready to lay them to rest. I mean, I've literally been telling you that that's what you, I want you guys to do to me, but I didn't want to be yeah. mummified. I want to be taxidermied, like, in my full form. No. So it I puts the lotion out. on the skin or so else it gets st- the hose again. You do have to make sure I'm moisturized because I am on a skincare fucking kick. Like, as obsessed you are as with death, I'm <laughs> obsessed with restoring my skin's natural barrier. All right? That's and fair. And I ask that if... I die young and there's still a Moody Broads podcast that you taxidermy me and have me in back of you during all recordings. And what if I learn what? how to become a ventriloquist? Wait, Rachel. you want to make me talk? Dead well, me? Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Is this that wrong? This is a very spooky episode and I almost feel like we should have waited for Halloween to talk I about I was actually just thinking about dead. that, but it's done Boners are misnomers. Here. Boners yep. are misnomers. I'm going to Google what is a penis because I know it's not a bone. <laughs> I think, I don't it's like know. It's like stuff that wh- your ears are made of. This, no, it's not. Because if it's not hard, it's like squishy. Your ears what are always hard. Your ears got hard when we were excited. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with us? Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm so tired. I haven't been sleeping well. No, but in all seriousness, I've been on a skincare kick, all right? Okay. So I just want to say, don't waste your money on expensive skincare products. Go to CVS and get yourself some CeraVe because I have spent ungodly amounts of money on fucking skincare. And my skin has never looked more dewy and glassy than, than when I switched to fucking CeraVe. Now, the other thing I want to talk to everybody about and warn everybody about, because maybe you're not like me. Maybe you've always had good skin. Maybe you are like Rachel Riley over here. Who Absolutely has fucking, not. No, your skin always looks fucking flawless. Don't Thank lie. Thank you. Appreciate um, that. It does not. I fall. had clear skin there for a while. I was using Curology and I had like the, I had the ingredients working. And then I was like, you know what I want to do? Let's take this stuff. For, let's get a retinoid in there. Retinoids help with wrinkles and cell turnover, AKA makes that acne go away. And just like visibly like smooths out everything, makes the skin thicker in a good way. It's anyway, enough about retinoids. Look, there's a thing that happens when you start using retinoids as your skin adjusts and it's called the retinol uglies. And I am fucking balls deep in the retinal uglies and i want everyone to know that if you see me out and about on the town it's not me it's the retinol i'm not always this ugly i'm only this ugly sometimes (laughs) see i told you i'd contribute something to this conversation today i'm so um 
I love it. All right, so. Ears. Speaking of spooky stuff, just one more quick thing. Um, Lennon pretended to cut off pieces of my face last night and put them in her trick-or-treat bucket. And I was like, what are you doing? Has she been watching true crime documentaries with you? Because it might be time to stop. Dude, I don't know. She So the other night I was going pee and I hear her. I don't know if I told you guys this in the private chat, but she is she's got an attitude lately and she is really coming into her own and she is her mother's child. Uh, So she comes up and I hear her yelling, no, baby, Luke, no, no. I'm peeing in my bathroom. Good for you. That's a good place to do that. It is. Mm-hmm. And Lennon comes in. And just looks at me and goes, close one. <laughs> what? What? And I was I'm like, sorry. What? I, I said, did you just say close one? She goes, yeah. And I'm still sitting there just like, this, what the fuck is going on right now? And I said, <coughs> did, uh, I said, did baby Luke try to take your food? She goes, yep. And then fucking walks out. What? And then, so my mom, anytime they choke on something, or like, you know, if it goes down the wrong pipe and they start coughing, my mom says, does it have bones in it? Does it got bones in it? So now anytime Lennon coughs, she goes, <coughs> bones. Okay. Bones. I all, think what you're right. experiencing is what we call the mother's curse. It's when you have a child that's exactly like you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's been really into dancing lately. Oh, and then this motherfucker that I'm married to. So Lennon wants to have a dance party. Shout out to Zach. I was like, all right, let's have a dance party. So I put some music on and then Lennon's like, mama, dance. And Baxley's dancing. I'm dancing. And Zach goes, don't you wish you knew how to dance so you could teach Lennon instead of just flailing around like that? <laughs> Fucking hater. <laughs> What is going on with him lately? <laughs> Look, I'm not trying to tell you to, like, break up with him or anything, but, like, he's fucking toxic when it comes to this shit. All right? Look, I know he's not listening because no. he thinks that we're whack, but. And also he listens to this shit all day, every day for me. He's like, I don't want to listen to you on your podcast when I live with you and I hear everything that you're going to bitch about on there. <laughs> I don't think Matt even listens now that he's like not here. Like I don't, I don't think he cares. No, he he's doesn't. He's very supportive. In oh yeah, he's absolutely. Like, he's supportive adjacent. He's like, yeah. I would like to not be involved, but I will yeah, pat you on sure. the back and tell you to keep going when you are sobbing because you haven't been able to. I don't actually cry over this podcast, although I do get frustrated when we don't record enough because life's fucking hard. It is hard. It's very hard. Life's fucking hard. Um, yeah, uh, I... <sighs> I don't know, man. I I had something I really wanted to talk to you. Nudes. Can we talk about nudes? Absolutely. And then after that, right. we can talk about how to get back into dating after a relationship. This will be fun because neither of us are fucking good. Well, nope. You know what? I'll shut the fuck up. You dated quite a bit before you got fucking <laughs> nailed down. Oh, nailed shit. This is true. Down. You And I don't mean <clears throat> that you were a whore. You I were... embraced my sexuality. Yes. And, and I have honestly, high fucking standards. Yes, you fucking do. And you dated around enough that when you met your toxic ass, criticizing, <laughs> amazingly adorable <laughs> husband. <laughs> fuck you, Zach. I love you, Zach. Uh, you were like that one. Yeah. Fucking 
that yeah. one. That one, he's going to make fun of my dancing. But he's going to build dog kennels. And they're going to be fucking glorious. Thank you. Which if you're in the they private are. group, you probably already know about the dog kennels. I haven't posted anything about the in the private group about the dog kennels. Well, maybe you're the toxic one in this relationship then. I might be. I don't I mean, know. That's his achievement. He built dog kennels. Don't worry about like the Navy career or like the degree or dog kennels. Yeah, but I have something to do with that too. I also sand and stain the shit out of that. And I go in with a little small paintbrush and I get every Ooh. little Ooh. piece. So I Attention I to detail too. in this bitch. Proud of you. Yes. Um, Anyways, nudes. Nudes. All right. So, like, when you are um, in a long-distance relationship, we'll call it that, right? When, like, the person yep. you're married to is gone a lot, right? And they're like, yo, let me see that bod. I think sometimes it's okay to, like, just snap some pictures of your titties and send them, right? Because you're just, you're giving him a snack, right? Like, you're giving him just a little slice of salami on a charcuterie paddle. But sometimes you want to give him the whole... <laughs> Charcuterie board. Charcuterie board. Oh, I said charcuterie, but you took it there. And I fucking dig it. Okay, so you want to, right? Like, you're done with, like, the cheese and cracker plate. You're like, charcuterie board, right? I'm going to send some delightful nudes, right? So you, like, shave and brush your hair and, like, put on makeup. Because if you're like me and you have the retinol uglies, you have to do a lot of work to trick people into looking pretty these days, right? So you do all this, and you get out a tripod, and you start snapping pictures. Oh, my God. Really? Bitch, I, Is that what you've been up to? I mean, it took me, like, an hour. And honestly, like, if I wasn't going to end up fucking dumped, I would totally post them because they're so fucking beautiful. I took them. I Like, I sucked in my fucking gut so flawlessly you cannot tell that i have gone look at you downhill in my 30s right uh yeah dude i'm just saying but here's the thing i uh i don't want to look at my veg okay as someone who used to have a beautiful vagina and now it is not as beautiful as it used to be because kids uh i understand that uh, so, yeah, I don't think anybody understands what happens to your vagina after kids, having kids. And it's not the inside. The inside no, it snaps it's the back. All right. Let's be very clear. At least yeah. I've been told yes. that by the person who's motivated to tell me things like that so that he can continue having sex with me. Right. So he could be lying. But based on that, the vagina snaps back. Right. Yeah. The outside, <clears throat> you had multiple children in your uterus just pressing down. Yeah. Right. Everything can look a little different. I actually, I think mine looks the same. I just don't necessarily like mine doesn't. look at it. Like, and I, mine does not look the same at all. And I know because every time I look at it, I'm like, this shit is fucking wrecked. Uh, so I used to have a long distance boyfriend. I would send him vagina pics or whatever. Um, and then I found out that somehow my coworkers had gotten a hold of them. And everybody told me I had a really nice, beautiful vagina. And I was like, thank you so much. I'm sorry, wait. Like, that's... That's revenge porn. What? That's a fucking felony. Uh, eh. It is what it is. Like, when it's attached to it... When it's attached to a compliment like that, you like... You what? You right. What are you gonna you do? Right. What are you gonna do? Right. So, anyways, um... And I had kids. And so, uh, a sign of pregnancy 
is called uh, Chadwick's sign or whatever. It's not indicative. It's not indicative. But it is. It's not indicative of what? It's not indicative of pregnancy. You may or may not get it. But if you are pregnant, like you only get it if you are pregnant. But it doesn't happen to everybody. Because it has Mm. to do with the amount of blood flow and pressure down to your uh, vaginal area. Anyways, so hypothetically speaking, if you have twins or if you're pregnant with twins, um, there's a lot of pressure down there. Lots of fucking pressure. Straight up, that shit is purple. Actually, it's like a deep pinkish red. To me, it looks purple. Aren't you glad you told everybody that? I'm really not like, so the trick is to A, shut the lights off. B, don't ever fucking look at it. Right. So just don't look at it. My dog coughing in the background. I can relate. I can relate. Rufus. Bro, are you okay? He's like, Rachel said she had a purple vagina. He gagging immediately. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, no, uh, uh, straight up, pregnancy changes a woman in more ways than one, man. Um, I don't know. I just don't really want to look at it. Like, I don't want to critique. Like, you shouldn't. Yeah, right? Like, you want a picture of this badge? It's going to be, I'm going to take it and I'm going to send it. There will be no posting. Yeah, don't. There will be. And then delete it immediately afterwards. That's the other thing. And then delete it from your deleted. Paranoid phone. That way you don't like, ever have to so see it again. I paranoid with nudes on my phone because I'm like, it's just the slip of the thumb and everyone in my fucking math your kids class take it? gets that picture. Right? Like, oh, I know. And you don't know what the response is going to be. It's a very slim chance that someone's just going to simply be like, nice, nice badge. They're most likely going to be like, you're on a list yeah. now. You're not allowed to use the computer. You're kicked out of the school. Congratulations. <laughs> you're two classes short of a bachelor's degree uh, forever. Because no, because you're now a sexual yes. predator. Uh, yeah, man. Taking nudes. I really, yeah, that really made me think. But you know, it felt good <laughs> to catfish my own husband. Right, that's all. That's fair. That's what what is life about? If that's you fair. Catfish the guy you trapped into marrying you. I just recently realized that I like I always joke about having googly eyes for boobs, um, but I just recently realized the extent of the googly eyes I have on my chesticles. So I'm not sending those anymore. Like I'll right. I'll push them together right. and hike them up. And make them look even. If not, you just have like a a medium size one and a small medium size one. That's medium. And then a, I have a, right. a medium right. and a medium. Yeah. So it just really, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, how do you, so l- listeners, subscription. Oh, I like yep, it. It is. I just used it. Uh, how to get back into dating after a relationship. So our listener um, was in a long relationship and got out, I think, a year ago and has started kind of like flirting with this guy that she works with. And she wants to know how to take it to the next level of flirting. I mean, I, I, uh, when the brief periods in my life where I was unattached to another person, uh, I am not good at flirting. I miss signs and I am a bird person. I don't know how I've ever managed to get a man to find me attractive 
ex, ex, um, yeah. So I'm going to leave this one <laughs> to you. I won't be single anytime soon unless Matt hmm. gets sick of me asking him if I can have multiple husbands. All right. That's, that's cool, cool. Yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. Take it away, Rach. Take it away. That's fair. Um, well, as we know, I've had a very sordid dating life. Um, I was in one relationship for a long time. And then I rebounded pretty hard with a guy that... So, I know it sounds dumb, but there's that whole, like you meet three people that you love in your life. You meet your first love, and then you meet the one that you think that is going to be the love of your life, oh, and then fuck. you meet the actual love of your life. It, yours are there. Yours are there. I know they are. We just have to dig through and organize. We have to con uh, Mari your, your past dating okay, life. Okay, keep going. All right, so you went on a rebound, so the best way to get over someone Anyways. is to get under them. Someone else. I mean, you said it, not me. Uh, <laughs> um, but so after after that, I, for me personally, I'm not good at flirting. I'm completely oblivious to signs either way. Show him your tits. Either like me or you don't like me. Yeah, just the, the, the medium-sized one, though, not this medium. Um, but... I don't know. I mean, for me, like, if it feels right and you are having, like, you're vibing or whatever, um, I'm a very forward person, as we know. So, for me, if I were in that situation, I'd be like, hey, I really like you and I want to go out on a date. Um, that can go one of two ways. It could go not good. And he's like, no, I'm not interested like that. All right. Chuck it in the fucking bucket and move on because if he's not interested, then there's no sense in trying to force someone. And it someone doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you or in. them. Or them. I'm yep. going to add that in there. There's nothing wrong yep. with them for not liking you, just like there's nothing wrong with you for yep. them not liking the words. I lost them. Go on. Yeah. I'm. I'm one of those people who just kind of puts everything out on the table. Um, here's who I am. You either like it or you don't like it. And that's fine. That's your prerogative either way. Uh, and the chances are if someone doesn't like me, I think that I'm pretty easy to get along with. So if there's something that someone doesn't like me, chances are there's a personality flaw somewhere. Either they don't like that I don't subscribe to drama or I don't know. I don't know. They're, <laughs> they're wrong. But I don't also want every... <laughs> I also don't want everybody oh to God, like me. Oh, my God. I want everyone to like me so I don't want bad. the people to... I don't because why... What if there's a shitty person out there and they like you? And they like because you Because you're shitty? Never mind. I don't want everyone to like me. Yeah. Oh, damn. I'm sorry that my I ruined week. your fucking ruined my day, fucking dude. Week. <laughs> Fortunately, it's fucking Friday. Anyways, um, so I would just, my advice is to lay it out there. If the flirting is going well, maybe go grab a coffee together. Ask if they want to go grab a coffee. Uh, be sure of yourself, though. That's a big thing. Be sure of yourself. If that's something that you want to do, then fucking do it. Put it out there. I'm not about 
maybe I'm I'm not a, I'm not about waiting around for something to happen. Ooh, I, make I will it interject now. Uh, that was actually <laughs> my problem before I met Matt. Was like I never went after the guys that I wanted, and I kind of just waited for the ones that were going to pursue me, and that did not go well for me. I did not get what I wanted. Matt was actually the first guy that I ever like pretty heavily yeah. pursued and it was awkward and it took yeah it took a lot of like me, oh yeah I don't know if I could even do that now like if I was single now after all this time and I had to like put myself out there for rejection it would it would be hard like I get especially when you've been in a long relationship for a long time and you're used to like that unconditional like yeah look you look like fucking garbage but I still yeah. want to have sex with you like you know what I mean like stuff that happens when you've been in a relationship for a long time like yeah that burrito but I still like think that you're sexy like that kind of shit yeah tongue that um, asshole sure that's a thing <laughs> <laughs> right like that's the thing that I think would probably um, be difficult for me is like realizing that oh yeah you have to like find another person who likes you fuck no but the thing is like there's yeah. some there have fun no. right because like that when you first start dating to somebody it's just like have fucking fun with it and you're still even if you're not you're young, still young fucking like, go ham i mean i know young. my grandpa what? just got remarried to his yeah. girlfriend he met in like a retirement community yeah. i'm here for that um so just speaking of loving Uh-oh. someone in their entirety uh as you know I have been having problems with my <sighs> underarms. Um, I, I'm severely allergic to just about every fucking deodorant. So um, I've been reading, like, I didn't know if it's the weather or whatever, but I've been extra sweaty. So anytime I use deodorant, my fucking armpits break out. So <laughs> I am rashy and oh. stinky. Um, no, it's okay. This is a safe space. What? No, what, I was just... What were you going to say? No, I, I was going to tell you that I bought that deodorant that you suggested, but I'm oh, telling the story that prefaced nice. that. Um, yes, I'm prefacing. So, anyways, uh, obviously, if I'm really rashy, shaving your armpits is going to make it worse, right? Oh, God. So, I'm not shaving my armpits. I'm trying to, trying to keep my fucking arms closed because it's hot here. Oh, no. And Zach and I go to the store and I go, I go to grab something and we both have masks on, you know, and Zach goes, so, uh, did you, did you ever find a deodorant that works for you? <laughs> and I looked Toxic. at him and I was like, oh my God. I was like, you can, you can smell me, can't you? And he was like, I mean, just that one time, just, just the one time, like when you just raised your arm, I just got a little, little oh, whiff. God. I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad. Uh-huh. It's. It's not bad. And I was like, I want to be mortified. But at the same time, I'm completely fucking aware of what's going on. Like, I know. So I come home and prior, prior to me leaving, my mom was like, hey, my shower head's not working very well. Can you clean it? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll put some, some, I'll put a a bag of vinegar in there and I'll just, uh, you know, wrap the bag of vinegar. Anyways, anyways. So I come home. And my mom's like, can you test the the shower head? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I go, I spill fucking deodorant. I spill fucking deodorant. I spill vinegar all over myself. And I'm like, are you being for real right now? Is this my life? So then 
I was Googling because at this point I'm fucking desperate. My mom's like, put some cortisone cream on it. I was like, cortisone cream isn't helping. It's it's making it worse because I'll put it on there and it takes the itch away, but not for like 10 minutes until it gets situated in there. And meanwhile, I'm just scratching my armpits like a fucking monkey looking for fleas. Anyways, so I'm reading online that if you there's a possibility that if you use diaper rash cream, it will help alleviate mm-hmm. because the, you know. Pregnancy changes your fucking body. I never used to be sweaty until I had kids. And now (laughs) I am disgusting. It is what it is. Disgusting. So anyways, I go and I'm looking for diaper rash cream because we're kind of like on the outside of that. We don't really need it anymore. Um, So I put some diaper rash cream on. Except it's old and it smells like fucking fish bait. So not only... Not only do I have stinky armpits from sweating, they now smell like fish, and the rest of me smells like vinegar. Believe me when I say I smell like a vagina, and Zach was like, yo, I'll still tap that. Oh, my God. Thank you, man. Thank you. But I'm going to shower first. He does. He does. And so my deodorant came in. I I ended up getting the loom stuff. Apparently, it keeps you... um, Odor-free for 72 hours. It's kind of expensive. But let me tell you what. I put it on and I haven't been, I haven't smelled anything. Maybe we should get them to sponsor us. Oh, my God. I'll, oh I'll my write God. them an email. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. My friend is allergic to everything but your deodorant works. Would you be willing to send us free it. deodorant? And, like. You know how I keep track of, like, what we're talking about as we go, like, bullet points so I can write the um, description of the episode? When you tell stories like that, I just write, Riley tells another gross story. Do you want to hear another gross story? Nope. I'm going to tell it anyways. I was in class this week, and Baxley, we're potty trading. He came over to let me know that he used the potty, and I was like, good job, bud. High five. But I'm in the middle of class. So I turn around, unmute my microphone, and I'm asking a question, and all of a sudden he goes, Mom, pee, look. And I turn around, and he has the whole bowl full of urine st- that he trekked from the bathroom all the way over to my oh, office no. area. And I was like, oh, no. oh, dear. Oh, my God. Okay, I got to oh, go. I got to go right now. I'm just such a gross human. It's fine, though. I like myself. I'm, I'm. You're not gross. I've seen you fucking wasted off your ass. And you know what you did? The first thing you did, go to the shower. Even in your fucking drunken stupor when all you could think about were chicken wings because that's all you wanted um, was to lay in the dark and eat chicken wings. You were like, I'm going to the shower now. I've never seen a more kind person. See, you're not gross. You're just in a stage of that's life true. that's really gross. Like potty training children is really gross. But once you're through it, it's really great to not have to change diapers. Yeah, we anymore. had a little bit of a meltdown yesterday over that. But I'm going to not touch that one today. Um, <clears throat> yep, Too much I agree. Uh, shitty bosses. Have you ever had a shitty boss? And how do you deal with it? <clears throat> God, I haven't had a lot of jobs. I've been mooching off Matt for like a decade. <laughs> Just kidding. But seriously. Um, <laughs> I had a boss in high school. 
I worked at PetSmart and he was like, I swear, like 20. Like he was a baby himself, but he like fucking hated me. And I could I tell it. That. I could tell he hated me and I don't know why. And I accidentally killed a bird. Um, it was an accident. Um, so <laughs> I. Oh my God. Did you vacuum up the bird? And this. <gasps> Rachel. And it. Go on. Go on. Look, you know, you know me. I fucking love animals. Like I never want to hurt animals except for the ones that I eat. Yeah, I probably should work on that. Um. I accidentally sucked up this little bird with a vacuum cleaner because the dumbass, I mean, sweet little bird, uh, went down to where the vacuum was. Like, there was tons of space. It's like a massive cage. He was like, oh, what's that? <laughs> Dead. Um, so I go to my boss, who I'm like 18, and he's like 20. So we're like the same thing, basically, but he's my boss. And so I'm like, Chris, I killed a bird. And he's like, I'm going to have to write you up. <laughs> I'm going to have to write you so anyway, Um <laughs> I don't know. He just didn't like me. I don't know how to describe it. And I wanted him to like me so bad. He was short, so I didn't want to, like, bang him or anything. But, like, I definitely was like, please, I have this problem where if I know someone doesn't like me, I desperately want them to like me. Um, other than that, though, I've pretty much only... Oh, no, no, never mind. The worst boss I ever had was actually when I was even younger than that. And he was, like, a total pervert. And, like, if, if someone talked to me the way that that guy... Or if someone talks to my daughter the way that that guy talked to me, like, if I had told my parents the things he said to me, like, he would have been, like... That's fucking somewhere, wild. Somewhere else. Yeah, like... Um, yeah, so that's, I tend to block that out, but that definitely happened and that was not a good boss. Other than that though, I've always had really good bosses. Like I, but I also haven't had a lot of jobs because I'm a fucking stay at home mom, but it was a podcast. I, um, (laughs) you're a horrible boss. uh, My big thing about bosses is, are you my uh, boss or am I your boss? Man, I don't know if this is right or wrong. It's probably very wrong, but I'm one of those people, like, if you're going to fire me, fucking do it. Don't threaten me. Just do it and get it over with. So, A, I can Rachel Riley I can claim unemployment for whatever it is because I know I'm a good worker. I know that I'm good at my job, which is whatever job I've ever had. Like, I've, it's gotten to the point to where I do things. Where I don't like the job anymore. But I do things, not bad things, but just like kind of push the limit to see if they're... I've only been fired from two jobs, one job. One of them was because... Well, I so technically like three. Uh, but it's pretty standard in the bartending world. If you put in your two-week notice, they just let you go right then and there. Because they don't want you stealing money. I've never... Yeah. Yeah, oh. so... Yeah, so every my two bartending jobs, I put my notice in. I got fired from both of those. Um, I did work at a coffee shop, and this guy, he got promoted because the manager was, like, doing cocaine and pills and stuff. And I was doing her job for Obviously. her. She's She was showing right. me the ropes in case she was ever gone, i.e. I was doing all of her fucking work for her, and I had no idea. She showed me how to do everything. Um, so then they promoted this other guy, not that I would have expected them to promote me to manager. I was only 20, 19 or 20 years old. Um, but, uh, I guess I said, huh, to someone, somebody had said something to me and I said, huh? 
Like, excuse me, what? What did you say? Um, and that was that was apparently really rude. So I got written up for that. And I was like, you know what? If this is how we're going to play it, I'm just going to fucking, I'm giving you my notice. And he's like, don't give me your notice. You can just fucking leave. And I was like, I'm fucking out of here, bruh. Take your stanky ass breath with you. Not me. I have good. Oh, shot. Yeah, he, he was not a very, he was also super creepy towards the younger girls too. Like super flirtatious and whatnot. And I was like, bruh. There's always it's one so, of them. Like, There's always well, one and then they dude. ended up going under. They um, and the the business um collapsed. <laughs> so I'm so I shocked. know, right? Um, I got kind of fired from a job in college. I was doing um, I was working in the grooming salon at PetSmart, but not like doing the actual grooming. I was doing the bathing. Which when I worked at PetSmart in high school, I used to work with like the animals, mm-hmm. right? And so I saw like the grooming people, and I always was kind of jealous that they kind of got to stay back there and not talk to customers, right? That's my bathers. favorite. I I but here's where I went wrong. I never actually asked them if they enjoyed their job. So I get this job as a dog bather, <laughs> and um. I um I start doing dance team at my college and so like I'm practicing a few times a week games on Saturdays mm-hmm. all that stuff and I just keep telling them I can't work and so like after maybe a month of work they were like so uh how would you feel if we just like didn't didn't put you on the schedule anymore and I was like that'd be wonderful <laughs> so it was like a mutual yeah. firing quitting it was beautiful yeah. Uh, that was the worst job I've ever had, by the way. Like, and I, when working on fear, that was really hard. Um, I don't think like, you've uh, actually ever co- said that, um, you have worked on fear. Like you've said that you do, like, that's your, the first, you can talk about it now, right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah no, you, you've never, you've never explicitly stated which TV show you were an extra on or a zombie on. Yeah, it was just, it was Fear the Walking Dead, right? It was Fear the Walking Dead, and so playing a walker on there. And so it's, like, really, like, especially if you're in, like, the prosthetics, um, Mm -hmm. it's really uncomfortable, right? And uh, it's really fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. But I had a lot more fun on that job than I did bathing dogs. And uh, that was probably the hardest, or the worst job I ever had was bathing dogs, which sounds so fucking privileged, and it is. Um, but I had so many eye infections in such a short amount of time because there's so much hair and moisture in the air. Ew. It's a really fucking gross job. Um, and at least on Fear the Walking Dead, there was like really good snacks. Yeah. Yeah. That's that will. Yeah. Like Crafty was really great. Really, really <sighs> great. And um, I have a lot of friends who are still doing it. Mm-hmm. And God bless you because I got really burnt out on it pretty quickly because um, the prosthetics it's just the discomfort yeah. anyway but those people were nice people to work yeah for, so I don't have anything bad to say about any of those people it's just really physically uncomfortable yeah I'm trying to think yeah all my jobs are pretty much the same bartending just waiting bad I did no I did work at IHOP for a short amount of time after um remember when the economy collapsed and everybody got laid off Ooh, like 2008 yep like? Um, I couldn't find a job. Uh, I actually found out that my, um, that the place that I worked at this little coffee shop, um, that the coffee shop I worked at, all my paychecks had bounced after I had already spent the money because it was like two months after I got my paychecks. Um, (laughs) yeah, so I went to go use my debit card and I was like in the negative a couple grand. Well, no, I should say like two grand because it. That's a couple. Yeah. Maybe less. I don't know. But 
Um, so I go, and then my, my boss gave me cash to put in the bank to cover it, and then I get a generalized text message, like, a week later, because we were taking, like, a break. It was a generalized text message letting me know that I had been laid off because the their doors were closing. It's like, thank you so much to our staff, you know, to our staff and our loyal patrons. We're closing our doors. You know, we love you. And I called my boss. I was like, what the fuck, dude? You laid me off via text message you sent out to all of our customers? What? Jesus Christ. Yeah. So then I started working at IHOP, and I only worked there for a short amount of time because it was fucking awful, and I cried, and I hated it. Um, I am not a good server. I am a great bartender. I'm a terrible server. A bartender gives you a little bit more wiggle it room does. with, like, your personality, for sure. Like, people expect their bartenders to be, like, assertive, and uh-huh. they're just kind of shitty to wait staff. I don't know. Now that we're talking about that, I'm realizing I actually have had a lot of jobs. I just haven't. I have. I. I mean, shit. I have had a job in the last ten years. But I mean, like I said, it was a weird job. Um, yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, <clears throat> I worked for the PX on base in Germany for Ooh. one day. Oh. One day. Yeah. I couldn't work anywhere. Um, within like I couldn't get a GS job like. Yeah. Because my dad was technically in command of those jobs and so they waited until i had been applying to like jobs for like a year to be like sorry that's nepotism and yeah I'm like, cool so what can i do they're like school or afies um so i worked in the schools eventually i also worked for um i worked at a bar on base like one of the like bar club things on base and that was actually kind of a fun job i mean mm-hmm. i really liked it yeah and it was a unique a unique bartending job i did get salmonella uh, from a calzone while I worked there, but it wasn't from the bar. It was from a different source. But I just relate all that time to Salmonella. Good times. Man, time has flown by. It has. I don't even know what to say about that. Like, do you ever just like think about like the inevitable like death? Yeah. Yeah. Just the- yeah. All the time. Right now, I'm less on, like, the death, like, in old age and more on, like, the death of my youth. Like, shit's over. Um, So, super nerdy, but I watched a documentary on Amazon Prime about the Titanic. Or, no, I'm sorry, not Amazon Prime. Uh, Disney Plus on the Titanic. Oh, yeah. And it was super fascinating. But then, like, so, I guess there was, like, this estates for this really rich guy so there was like an estate rooms on the Titanic, and so they were d- highly recommend it. They call like the the bacterial formations rusticles because they're eating on the rust and they're making these formations. I don't know, super nerdy, super fucking cool. Um, but anyways, uh, it was weird because once again, just going back to that whole death thing, how many people died, and um, this guy was like a a living. A, a living relative of the guy, the super rich guy that was on the Titanic. And so he got to see footage from where his grandfather, you know, the uh, it caved in essentially and um, he drowned and it was just kind of, I don't know. But there was a cool pair of pants on the on the deck that was still intact after being in the ocean for over 100 years. <laughs> I need to watch this. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Pants. Oh, <laughs> that would be. Do you think it, my yeah. pants fell off? That's not physically possible. I'm sitting down. My headphones fell off, though. No, I know. I was talking about pants. 
What about pants? The pants that were found on the Titanic that are still intact oh. after a hundred years. My mom was like, "How come? How come they aren't like done? How come they're not like all you know?" <laughs> and I was like, "They're pants." I was like, "I don't think that they're an organic material. They're probably made out of polyester or something like that. And plus, you have all that pressure. You don't have the light coming down because the light fucks shit up as well. You know, um, it ages stuff." But it was just super fascinating talking about uh, how it was talking about all these like microorganisms that are it's, essentially the Titanic is a reef now, uh, but oh, not really? not a reef in the sense because it's down so far below the thing, the ocean on the floor. Oh Can't God, sweep that up, mess. Again? Well, I guess that's our sign that we should be done. Yeah, it's been it's been one hour Swell. and it yeah, and I'm sure people are done listening to me talk about I did want to talk about Paris Hilton and One Direction. I watched my very first One Direction music video last night. Okay, I just have to say that I wish that One Direction had been a thing when I was a teenager. I would have like totally yes. fangirled. I still like last night I was like Am I in love with Harry Styles? Oh my I god! Yeah, like be. I have like a little crush on the blonde one, Nile. Is it Nile? He's very Irish. Nile Horan. I like his music now. <laughs> and it's um, <laughs> not Nile Hollerin. Nile Hollerin. He be hooting and he be hollering. Uh, yeah. No, and I agree. <laughs> Harry Styles could like get it. I just want to be his friend. I don't want to. Will you stop? What? You would bang Harry Styles. How young is he? I have like a He's thing like about an adult. They're all adults. Well, no, I know they're all adults. Hold no, I mean on. like I don't mean like an adult like twenty. I mean like he's like twenty five, right? Man, hold on. Hey. First thing that pops up is Harry Styles four nipples. He does have four nipples. I know because I um. Yep, because it popped up in my Google searches. God fucking damn He's it. He's 26, Rachel. That's totally fine. Man, I don't know if that is fine for me. You have to stop this. You are 32. I know, but I'm just saying, like, my experience with your Your husband men- is, like, 10 years older than you. Yeah. Well, so is your husband wrong? No, because he got that. What? Nope. I'm not. Nope. Whap. Wah. Nice try. Wah. Nice try. Getting wah, wah, me to wah. say something inappropriate about my sex life on Macaroni a podcast. in a pot. Oh, uh, speaking of, one more thing. One more thing. So I just have to talk about the other night. <clears throat> um, we, you know, did the did did the deed. Obviously, it's not as frequent as it used to be because a kids work school. Sleep is priority these days. It still is very much a priority. So afterwards, I was like, wow, that was really good. It's been a long time for me. <laughs> and he looks at me and he's like, what? And I was like, I mean, it's been a long time for you too, right? Yeah, yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a long time for us. <laughs> it's been a long time for us, like, doing that together. And Zach was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, I don't know, man. I'm just going to shut my mouth. There's no, there's no. He didn't even like, he just looked at me and was like, do you hear yourself? No, I don't (laughs) hear myself. I'm in la la land. 
Welcome <laughs> to my villa in La La Land. La La Land. And La, on that La, note, La, we La Land. Probably. It's lunchtime. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's time in the day. All right. Well, we love you guys. You're fucking awesome. We love you guys. Thank you. Mm, uh, boners are misnomers. Wrangle out. Riley, also out. Bye. Bye.